Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gnarly Munchies. How are you guys doing today? Hope everything's great. Hope everything's swell, gravy, all that other fucking jazz, bro. I got another episode for you guys. This one is awesome. I enjoy this conversation, man. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to Titus Francis and his help with organizing the Style Sessions 2.0. Um, we have Flow Crew involved in the dance competition, which is going to be awesome. They have their set of prizes already put together. I can't wait for post-Broadway Bomb Style Sessions Sunday, October 16th. You, We outside, guys. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Gnarly Munchies. We back with another one, baby. Let's go. Hey. And I'm just going to be like, yo, introduce yourself, bro. <laughs> Where are we going right now? Yeah, right now. Dang, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Tristan Rats Rats. Um, content creator, entrepreneur, longboarder. Yeah. Okay, let's just start from my story. Yeah, man. So, when did you start skating and stuff? When I start skating? Yeah. Um, I guess I started as a kid. I'd always be, like, out and about. Mostly, like, just hanging out with friends mm-hmm. doing all that. I got, like, I started with my first, like, Walmart skateboard. You know how all that goes. And I, I started yeah. with skateboarding at first. But uh, there was this guy in my neighborhood when I was growing up. And he would always longboard through the streets. And, like, like, everybody just knew him as just, like, the guy that would get in front of the cars. Wow. Kind of like, that. <laughs> like, like they, were just, they were just annoyed with him. But when I was looking at him, I just thought it was, like, really cool. Just, like, how he, he just, like, looked so free just skating through the neighborhood. And I felt like he kind of, like, inspired me to skate later on in life. Uh, but I didn't really touch skating, like, much through, like, middle school or high school. No. No, not at all. I was I kind of focused on like football, soccer, and uh, but I guess that just wasn't my path. Because when I was going to college, like I started thinking like I need to get from class to class, and I picked up my first longboard just so I can commute. I got you. And yeah, as I started to fall like started to fall in love with it, I like got on YouTube and I saw people like just you know shredding down hills and going yeah. making beautiful videos. I was like, I want to do this one day. And I didn't know how much weight those words, like, actually held back in the past until now, which is actually kind of crazy. It is but, um, definitely a wild experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's not, like, it, it's like you start and you're like, oh, I'm just going to pick this up. I don't know where this is going to go. And next thing you know, you're making YouTube videos and talking to people. <laughs> and, like, yeah. going to events, you're just like, uh... How did this? How did it go here? Like, I think this got totally out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's in such a good way. It's a good way, like how just it all unfolds. You just don't so, know. <laughs> yeah, you just really don't know. So it was just like some random, like the dude, the guy who got in front of cards, the re- the reckless dude said, "Hey." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it, it's like whatever floats your boat. It's like yeah. whatever gets you going is the motivation. That's how I see it. It's like go ahead, go for it. Um, so yeah, continue on with your story, man. Like okay, um, 
Yeah, so all those guys are inspiring me on YouTube. And, like, I started learning how, like, to slide. I only know how to do that one, like, stand-up 180 slide. I got you. Uh, yeah, I picked that up at first. So I thought that was really cool. And then there was one time right before I was going back to college, um, I had this idea to bomb a hill. Like, I just, you know, you, you really <laughs> want to bomb some hills, right? Yes. <laughs> and, like, my car was full, like filled with all my stuff from my dorm room. Yeah. Because I, I was, like, moving back to college. And so I only had two spots available in the front of my car. And I had three friends with me, or two friends of me. So there's three of us. And I went to bomb this hill. They wanted to come with me. So I was like, all right, you guys can drive my car and I'll ride on the longboard. Mm. Like, you know, I'll skitch just to get over there. Right. And uh, <laughs> so we started going over there and we got to the hill. And as my friend was going up the hill, I guess we were going too slow. And he's like, hey, I got to floor it just so I can make it up this hill. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're like, we're going to go going slow. Right. And so he floors it up. And since I'm on a hill, like, picture it, like, we're going up a hill, I'm hanging on the side of the car, like, the back right passenger, uh, like, right on. The, the, the passenger window, I'm hanging out of the window just talking to them. Right and on, then, we've been there. <laughs> yeah, we've been there, we've been there. Yeah. and then he, he, like, floors it up to go to around 30, and since I'm on a hill, I, I go backwards, I, I start rolling backwards. Right. And the back tire of the car hit my longboard, <gasps> and I, yeah, I popped off. And then I, I don't know, everything just happened so fast. And my car ran over my right arm, the back right tire ran over my right arm. I landed in like a little headstand motion. And like, I was just on a hill. And it was funny because there was like a guy watering the yard too. And he like, watched it <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do anything about it. So I was just like, what, what is going on? And like, I was really scared. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to tell my mom because she's, uh, She's like kind of the, the typical Asian mom. Not typical. She's fucking amazing. I love my mom. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like she, I, I just felt like if I told her, she'd kick my butt and break my board. And I didn't want to do that. So I went to college and I was kind of stubborn. I didn't want to like go to the doctors because I was a broke college student. Did or you walk dead. around with a broken arm, with a rant, a broken <laughs> Yo, what are you <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> It wasn't broken though. Like I was able to move it, and uh, <laughs> like my friend, <laughs> my friends were able to uh, convince me to actually go to the doctor's, yeah, or, like get an X-ray a week later, and uh, it was only fifty-six bucks. So like I, I didn't where think so much where who 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 <laughs> where like, <laughs> for real for real. It was like college, uh, like college. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it was like a student discount type deal. Okay, and So, okay. like, I thought it was so much money. Like, I was inflating it so much in my head, but it wasn't too bad. And I figured out, like, I was okay. Uh, like, I didn't break anything, so that was good. But after that, I dropped longboarding for a while. Like, I was like, I'm done. Like, I, I, I thought it was just, just too much for me. Like, I, I was sitting in class in college just thinking, like, I could have fucking died that day. Yes. Because, like, I wasn't wearing a helmet. And, like, if I got my head ran over... Like, I could have been gone. And yeah. so, like, a lot of stuff was just changing in my life around that time. And then, like, a year later, or, yeah, like, a year later, I was, like, sophomore year of college. And um, my house burns down that I was staying at over there. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking roller coaster. And, like, we were all, like, in shock. Like, hold on, what college? Hold on, you from Texas, right? 
yeah. What college you go to? Because this sounds like an AMU college. <laughs> <laughs> University of North Texas. I don't know if you can see it. I got the sticker still in my car. No, I have no idea about that school, but okay. Yeah, it's like it's in Dallas. Oh shit! Close to Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand now. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense now. But yeah, it was like just like an accident happened. It was a grease fire. We were cooking wings that night, and like everything just went into flames. Nobody died. Great. That's great. We lost everything. Wow, um, it was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. How did it get? How did it go? Like, how did it just get crazy? You know, like when you cook it. Like I've never had a habit to be like, when you cook it, and then like out of nowhere, like a splatter of grease pops up and it hits the fire, and you uh, fuck, and everything's yeah. just fucked. You just you hope that so, never happens in life. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. No, no, it, it's actually kind of worse. Like, um, so that night we were gonna go. We were going to go to Pluckers. So Pluckers is like a wing place over here in Austin, Texas. And uh, we wanted to go over there because there was one over in Dallas. But uh, the, the girl I was dating at the time didn't want me to go, per se. And so I was telling my roommates, I was like, all right, guys, like, uh, my girlfriend doesn't want me to go. And they're like, oh, Tristan, let's, why not? Let's just bring wings here. Like, let's make wings over here. And I thought that was the great Great idea. Yeah, like, it, it was freaking awesome. Right. Like, yeah, let's freaking do it. And so we started getting everything ready. And I was upstairs FaceTiming my girlfriend because we were, like, kind of in an argument at the time. Uh, of course, you burn out the house when you have an argument. Yeah. <laughs> one of my other roommates, he was playing League of Legends in his room. Like, he didn't, he didn't come out at all. Like, he, like, recently woke up and he was playing League of Legends. And then uh, the other roommate, he was, he had the task of putting the oil into the pot and, and like, turning it on, you know? Right. And I guess watching it but i guess what happened is he went upstairs and like saw that the other roommate was playing league and he's like oh i want to play league too because like we wow. all <laughs> and like out of nowhere i'm just talking on facetime and i just hear the smoke detectors go off and i was like holy shit i think our house is on fire baby i gotta i gotta go and so i just hang up and uh i hear kaden or i hear my roommate oh shit I didn't say a name there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna try to find it and just like cut it out. Normally I don't do that, but I got you. I gotta go oh, search for that. What? What? With nine forty one. Remember nine forty one. Nine forty one. Okay, I appreciate that. If it, yeah. if it goes through, that's okay. No, but, I, uh, I just that's the one time. You everybody gets one, Peter. Gets <laughs> one, but okay. Um, yeah, he he was yelling for my name. And I ran down the stairs, and as soon as I turned around the corner, I looked over, and the there was a fire on our stove, and oh. it was like already touching the cupboards. Oh, and, uh, and all the, yeah, it was like big, and all, I like looked, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what do we do?" Like, I started panicking, and then my roommate was like yelling at me. He's like, "Grab, grab a bucket! Like, let's put this out!" And like, good thing we didn't, because like, if we put a bucket of water in there with grease fire, it would have been a big mess. But we couldn't find the a bucket. Good. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Damn kids. Oh my God. This is why I don't want none. <laughs> He's like, Daddy, I'm here to cook for you. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, I, so what I did, I ran upstairs and I knocked on the other roommate's door. I was like banging on it. I was like, hey, get out of the room. Like our house is on fire. We need to get out of here. 
and he was he was still playing League of Legends, and he had the headphones on, so he couldn't really he couldn't hear me uh, knocking on the door. But good thing he was on Skype at the time with some of his other friends, and they're like, "Hey, are you doing okay?" Like we hear Tristan banging on the door, and so I, I just like picture my roommate like like taking off his headset and then just like hearing everything going on, just be like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so a freak ran, out. Holy shit! Sorry, no, 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 dude. That's a whole freak out <laughs> moment. Keep going, dude. It's just wow. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh, we ran down. We ran down the stairs, and one of our other roommates, Miranda, she was she was with us, uh, living with us over there. But she was actually off to Walmart to go get more materials for what we're cooking, and also pick up another friend. And like, I, I remember like calling her and telling her like, "Hey, our house is on fire," and she didn't she didn't believe me at all. She sounds like the responsible um, one. Because you know we all have that, that, you know we have that one responsible girlfriend who like makes sure we don't do dumb shit. (laughs) But she hangs around for the dumb shit. (laughs) I'm just going to stay here and make sure you don't die. Like, cool. Cool. Just said it. But yeah, like, she started coming back from Walmart and she saw like a lot of smoke in the air. And she was like, damn, like, I, I really hope that's not them. Turns out it was. Uh, her cat, too, ran up the stairs and into my room. Um, and my roommate actually ran back up after the cat. Got the cat, ran out the front door. And wow. Me and my other roommate ran out the back door. I called the fire department, and they came. And it was crazy, man. Like, picture, like, a big complex, like a college complex, standalone, like, little cottage houses. Yeah. And all everybody that lives in each one of these buildings is outside watching your place burn down and cursing you out yeah it's crazy (laughs) man like i remember like having to approach the firefighters and just being like yeah that's our place (laughs) yeah and everybody's just watching you it's so embarrassing yeah, it's kind of embarrassing when you have to go out there while your place is burning like and and every single other student is just out there like the fuck did you do bro <laughs> you about to get expelled yeah. the rumors are gonna fly <laughs> yo i heard they's trying heard, to burn down the doors have you heard of an app called tiktok or not tiktok y- yikak no i'm old okay, bro. So, <laughs> how old are you i'm 36 oh bet you're still yeah. young you're still young i'm still like, young i'm getting old, old. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's like twitter but like anonymous uh, and it was like big in college back at the time and so like I would I got on Yikak and I remember seeing like the feed blow up like it was blowing up and everybody was talking about our house fire and people were like save the cat and then other people were like save the dog and then other people were like it, it was a cat not a dog yo social media is cancer son but yeah after that we were shocked Went back home, moved back, like withdrew, withdrew from school, went back home, lived, started living with our parents, every single one of us. They were telling us that we had to pay $170,000 to fix the damages. And like, I was already a college student in debt. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, damn. Who the fuck am I come up with $167,000, you asshole? <laughs> yeah. For and an accident. Like, and like, let me tell you, we didn't have a fire extinguisher either in our unit. So, oh. like, that, if we had that fire extinguisher, I felt like that would have really helped us out. Yeah. That's actually mandatory now, right? And, 
crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's even crazy when you say you don't have a fight. Like, hold on, you're in a, you're in a public school. Well, not really public, a public school, but a, a public house, a housing for the school, and they don't have fire extinguishers. Yeesh. Yeah. Like, yeah, we put that too in the inventory sheet. Right. Well. And you guys are almost teenagers. Y'all, y'all not even full grown adults. Y'all teenagers, and y'all just not getting out there <laughs> on their own. I mean, if that's common sense shit. Like, let's load this place up with as many fire extinguishers as possible. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's gonna fuck up. I guarantee this shit. <laughs> Um, oh, dude, yeah. what a wild ass story. This yeah, is all were, during the whole break. This is all like during the, like, I'm not skating anymore. I'm not skating, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is during that. It's going to tie back in. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was it. Like, my life was kind of like over, you know, like, it, like, that was just a lot of money. I'd never seen that much money in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. So, like,. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I picked up a, a job as a server and a bartender, and I did that for around four years. And, like, I thought to myself, like, this is it, this is my life. And, I like, I felt depressed. I was really depressed for a while, just trying to think of what to do. And, like, one thing that I really liked to do on the side was, like, doing babe tricks. And so I, like, fell into, like, like personal branding, and I started, like, personal branding myself. And I, I did it with vape tricks, and I started like gaining an audience. I went nice. to competition, got some sponsorships, and like having that switch showed me that there was more to life. Like I know, like like vaping has a negative connotation, and I'm not saying like go vape or anything. But like I no, this is an adult. This is an adult podcast. This is not like oh, I, if I, if okay. there's chi- if there's children's watch if there's children watching right now because I know there there are there's a fit there are teenagers. I'm like, yeah, your parents is not doing their jobs. Like, I'm yeah. straight up telling you, like, your parents is not doing your jobs. Don't follow anything that most of us say here. The best advice I can tell you is go to school and get an education and do the right thing. If you fuck up, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Man. Yeah, so have fun. Go, like, go ham, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that vape journey showed me, like, a lot, like, that you can really like if you put yourself out there online like it's kind of like an equal battlefield for a lot of people out there yes and you can like you can like really see success in whatever you choose to pursue because like after i did the whole vaping thing i wanted to test this out again but with longboarding because like during pandemic i saw this one girl on tiktok just freaking longboard dancing and i was like that i want to learn how to do that but Mm. i need to pick up the longboard again and so I, des- I decided to pick up the longboard and my idea was because like I was thinking about leaving like the whole vape like social presence that I, I built up right. for a while. And so like, how I was is like, that scene? Because going- that scene always looks interesting to me because how like how is uh, that scene? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Like, like if you get into the, the scene with the tricksters and all that, like it's like a community like. Like, it kind of disbanded because there was drama back in the past, but, like, everywhere. being able to <laughs> trick, yeah, being able to trick next to somebody that's, like, also equally as good or even better, like, you have the opportunity to grow collectively with that person, and, like, you know, you just learn and just excel faster, you start sharing these experiences with one another. Sounds like, like skateboarding. It's just enriching. Sounds like skateboarding. Sounds like skateboarding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cause like I, I I switched over to 
skateboarding or to longboard dancing after that. And like my, my idea was like I wanted to kind of quit vaping. And so I, I switched the habit of vaping to longboard dancing. Like I switched that. And like it, longboard dancing really helps. Like just improving with that helped me quit vaping for a bit. Gotcha. And like I, yeah, I absolutely like that. And then like what I found too was like the communities like in are very similar. Yeah. Like, how everything happens and like i started seeing like this is like every single different industry every single different community and i was like if i can build this presence in the vape scene why can't i do it in like a different passion that i want to pursue and so i started doing a longboard dancing and i started to see like kind of similar results and that just like makes me want to like just show everybody like hey like whatever you want to pursue whatever you want to do just put yourself out there and you will definitely be rewarded in the end right on like yeah, you had it's, so it's awesome. oh, you did this for three years during so it's three years of just straight longboarding during the pandemic because you had nothing but time. And yeah, I just realized yeah. that yeah, you just had nothing but time because I remember when like I picked up my longboard and I forget, I found downhill. I was like, I had really I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was doing mad hood rat shit. I had no job, I had no nothing. So all I did was fucking like get out the just get out of trouble was go skate like sun up to sundown. And that was yeah. my shit. And then I was like, oh, I found the job skateboarding. All right, I'll do that shit too. And history. history. <laughs> yeah. But go on, man. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's just like that crazy uh, parallel blows my mind. No, you're good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, and so, like, yeah, I was doing a lot of, like, long for dancing. I, I was working at a vape shop, like, right before all this happened. And I decided to quit to pursue making videos on YouTube. Like, like I just wanted to like, just go full time and then the pandemic hit and like, get, like everything just hit the fan. It was fucking crazy. But I, longboarding stuck with me and I just kept just like building up that audience and just growing myself. Um, there was something else that I wanted to add. Give me a second. <laughs> go ahead, man. Take your time, take your time. But while you think about it, um, when did you start noticing getting that traction? Like, when did you start, like, oh, my God, people are actually liking my skating. Yeah, okay, so when I first pivoted from vaping to longboarding, people kind of liked it, but then, like, my audience shot. Like, I had 275,000 followers on TikTok at the time, and once I made that pivot, like, all my views and my audience started to leave, but I didn't want to, like, revert back to vaping because like I, I like i just wanted to pursue longboarding and just like stay true to what i wanted to do and it like got kind of like discouraging because like you know seeing you're used to seeing so many like big numbers and just like people like really liking what you do to like nothing and you're just you start questioning and you're like what am i doing wrong is this me and then like you start like it, it just, it's fucking crazy but second like, guessing like ah, maybe i should quit <laughs> yeah yeah and like i was battling with that for a while but like and then I started, like, noticing how good longboarding is for your mental health. And, like, it was, like, like being, like, it was, like, a blessing in disguise. Like, because I didn't know it was, like, helping me out so much every time I was just on the board. Because it was bringing me to the present moment. Yeah. And, like, once I started to see the traction was uh, just, like, some people would stay with me. And I, I just, I stuck with it. But then I got, like, a little, like, sponsorship type deal with Magneto. And, like, Whoa. that's when everything started to, like, change for me. And I started to see, like, I can do this. I'm doing it. Like, I, I had an opportunity. If I can do this, I can do it again. And, like, it's just, you, you just got to keep opening up your mind to just, there's more. 
there's more out there. Even if you don't see it, there's more. You so, know? so what? Because I, I remember when Magneto started to show up on my feed, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Who is this Amazon company?" And um, because <laughs> like mostly people would talk about them because they would sell their boards off of Amazon, and that's how they like got popular. Was like they were the first thing that people would see when they pop up and type in longboard on Amazon. And what happened with that? Like, how, how, like, how, how did that situation go when you first got sponsored? So, what I was doing, like, when I first started like, longboard dancing, I was looking into, like, beginner budget boards online because I wanted... I, I'm broke for the most part. Like, I, I don't have that much money to mess with. And, like, I wanted to get something that was decent enough to get me started and going on my journey. And I saw this one article talking about Magneto's board and I was like, I'll give this a shot. And it was like pretty cheap. It was like 140 at the time. And so it was like affordable for me to actually like get on the board and test it out. And so I got it and I started like writing for a while. I wrote for like around eight months and I was posting on social media. And then uh, they reached out and like asked for like like collaborations and stuff. They sent me a few boards. I made some videos nice. for them. Yeah, it was, it was going good. Um, and then, like, it was like uh, it got to the point where like I didn't, I wasn't seeing like much on my end. Like, like I was putting, I was giving so much and not receiving as much back. Like, I didn't see how it would be sustainable for me to keep making these videos, right? And like, pay like to pay the bills <laughs> and stuff. Like, I wasn't getting paid or anything, right? And you then gotta I saw eat. that I. Okay. My bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying that you got to eat. Like, we got to put food yeah. in your stomach. You got to, like, have a house and shit like that. Like, that's the part that bugs me, too. But continue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work to, like, make these videos and, like, still also improve on yourself, on your craft and all that. But um, I figured out that I helped Magneto sell at least around, like, 1,200 units, like, of whatever. I and know I what that like, is. Okay. What was that? I know how much that is. That is, yeah. It's a lot like, of fucking like, money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold on. Like, I had the ability to do that, like, make those numbers. like, And, like, I know I can put more effort to produce even more. But, like, I was like, you know, like, I didn't want to keep continuing on with that because I wasn't seeing anything in return. Right. And, like, in that space. And it's like, I, I've tried for the longest time to make something else work out for me. And then I eventually found, uh, I, I got sponsored by Land Yachts. They reached out to me because uh, I was writing their board after I like dropped Magneto. I was writing their board for a while. Okay. And I was posting about them. And uh, I, I reached out a while back to me on Instagram to see if I can get a sponsorship. But like nothing happened. Like it was just right. like. Yeah, because I seen your video and Curtis sent me in. And I was just really, I was like, wow, this motherfucker down to earth. Like I need to talk <laughs> to him. I really need to talk to this guy. Like, all right. You know what? Yeah. Nobody's gonna sit here and, and sponsor me because I said I want to get paid. Fuck you guys. Like, not like no disrespect, but you kind of like shitting on skateboarders. Wait, wait, me? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the companies. Uh, yeah, not you. No, 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 What? That's a crazy 180 from all the laughing and joking. I would have came at you sideways already, but <laughs> but <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh. I'm talking about with like Magneto, like not Magneto, like the fact that they're not paying you, they're not giving you, they're not helping you out financially, and then they'd be like to be vocal about it, and then to go look for other sponsors, it kind of puts you in a 
situation where they look at you differently. It's like, oh, he's not a team player. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I feel like that's, like, I guess the opposite. I guess it's, like, when I find myself in these situations, I'm, I'm learning a lot more about myself that I need to, like, kind of, like, speak up a little bit more, like, yeah. speak out. And, like, because, like, I'll kind of, like, get to the point where, like, I see something's, like, different or wrong, and I don't really, like, voice how I feel. So, like, people don't really necessarily know how I feel, and that's something I've been working on for the past like year or so like voice and those i've been getting better which is dope but like i've, I've been seeing like when i voice how i feel it like enables the area for like change to be happened or yeah just change in general either positive or negative so if it's positive it's a good change if it's negative like right. it's either like me moving on or just it's still like even if it's negative it's still positive in the, in the long run because it's something that's meant for me right if it, that makes sense yeah it totally makes sense because um why would you want to sit with somebody who's not going to help you grow <clears throat> grow as yeah. an individual it's it's kind of counterproductive it's like here you are putting your body on your line you're you're putting in that effort taking time you're taking time out of your day to record these videos post them show showing boards and you're selling boards you're selling units and there's no dividends coming back there's nothing coming back to you and it, it I always felt like that was that was wrong. That was like one of the major flaws in the industry. It's like yeah, it's like all right, you give there's tear sponsorships. Yeah, we understand there's tears, but there still has to be some form of level support. Like this person is actually working for the company. They're now employee, mm-hmm. even though they're even yeah, though they're not like considered that, a, they're know? not considered employee. They're an independent contractor almost. If you want to get mm-hmm. technical about it, but you're not even a contractor because you're just getting free product. <laughs> free product. And there's like only so much you can do with like extra boards. I can't yeah. write all the boards at once. <laughs> you know, and, and this is the reality. This is even more crazy reality. There's skate shops that don't sell out boards, and for months too. So imagine getting a whole bunch of boards from a company, and you can't sell them all. The, yeah. Yeah, you're sitting on a whole bunch of product. It's like, is that your intentions for a, for a, somebody who's getting free product? It's like, what is that? You know, is, is, yeah. is, are we supposed to sell the product too, or we're supposed to just hold on to it and hold on to it? I usually just give it away. Like I've been giving away like boards and wheels, but it, yeah, should, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's a it's a total ride. Like I I had um I always tell this fucking story. I had the fifty percent off. I didn't take advantage of it. Like I didn't OD. I had that with mm-hmm. land yachts. And all I did was use my other one sponsor to pay for another. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the one sponsor that was paying for another was pretty much a really great sponsor. It was just like they didn't have the fundings. I usually went small companies because that was my <laughs> personal preference. I went, Like I wanted my first one to be black home, like period. Like that was going to happen. And then my other one is a friend. And they're not even, we're not even big. Like, we're really small people. I'd rather be independent mm-hmm. than go to somebody who's going to take my time and my effort and waste it. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's what drew me to you. I was like, oh, wow, hold on. This, this dude is really interesting. So, more than that, it's like, after all that situation, what did you do? What did, how did you think to progress forward in these stages? With... Or? Uh, with um, pretty much reaching out and then nobody's hitting you back with as a, 
like a writer what is your oh yeah i feel like in moments like that don't like don't trip too much like what i'm doing or what, what i usually do is like i kind of just like lay low for a second and kind of like think about what i can do but like really like the opportunities will just start to come to you yeah uh yeah it like it like it's just meant for you like just you just gotta sit in that confidence that you're at the right place right 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 yeah. absolutely um are you currently looking for another sponsor at this moment or kinda kinda like i think it'd be really cool to be on a team uh yeah yeah i just i just want to be like on a team like just skating shredding like really what i'm trying to do right now is just i want to make videos on youtube like skate videos like i want to make videos to inspire people to skate so if that can if that can be sponsored somehow that'd be cool but like i, I just want like, people to get out there and just skate and so that's something I'm working towards right now. What's your thoughts on the scene currently right now? I think it's awesome. Like, I think it's growing a lot, uh, at least from the like the longboard dancing perspective. I want to get into downhill more, but uh, the longboard dancing seems freaking crazy. Like the over in Paris, they had a meetup recently. Like the dock sessions. Where, yeah, the dock yeah, sessions. I watched it on live. Like over five hundred people over there. All That's just right. crazy, bro. They're they're seeing it. Oh, dreams. I want to go over there and just, just ride, chill. That'd be so fun. Yeah. But, uh, I wish there was something like that here in the United States. Like The closest I, I thing. The closest thing. The closest thing. Take a ride up to Kansas. Take a ride up to Kansas City. Go to Burning Kansas Spider City. Stoke Company. And okay. look for the Stoke community. They're not large. But they have that same energy and the shit is fucking right. They have rad. that same energy. Yeah, and it's fucking right. Like, just take yeah. a road trip one day out there. Find out we'll what do, event we'll they do. got. Find out when the Stoke Clinic is. That's where you can learn your downhill. Okay. Yeah, because they're all downhill. Most of them are all downhill guys. Alright. Yeah, it's a rad adventure, man. I lived up there for a few months. And mm-hmm. I, out of all the scenes I've been a part of, that's one of my favorites. Like, I'm in love. Like I, Sweet, I'm seriously okay. in love. You said Kansas? No, nah, um, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Yeah, okay. not Kansas, not Kansas City, Kansas. That's not that's the devil state. We don't go. There. <laughs> we don't. Black people don't go there. <laughs> we don't go. <laughs> <laughs> we not. We we stay away from Kansas now. <laughs> Nothing good for black people came out of Kansas. <laughs> we, you and I know this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Texas may be a little bit safer. You know, Austin. Austin is a fucking Austin, such a yeah. liberal ass Austin city, is. bro. It's a different like Texas is a different place, bro. Yeah, it's like a yeah, different environment, yeah. and it's like compared to anywhere else. Um, so what is it like skating in Texas? Okay, hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, basically yes. <laughs> like a gallon of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a gallon of water. Yeah, like summers is crazy. If you don't drink water, you're getting headaches for sure. Uh, it's hard to skate more during the summer just because it's super hot. But besides that, like over here where I'm not usually in Austin, uh, it's pretty nice. Like we do have some pretty good hills over here. I feel nice. like people could take use of. And like I found some really good trails that you can just skate. It has some hills too. Nice. And then uh, the there's like other places with like great flat areas where you can go dancing like do longboard dancing so i feel like it's a really good mix there's not many like 
longboard dancers out here in Austin. I try to do some like seriously. Group, I'm surprised. Like, group. What's that? I'm surprised. There's yeah, not... yeah. There's like a few that I met that are out here, which is really dope. But like, I'd still say like I haven't ran into like at least twenty people. Like, we're under twenty people for sure. Okay. And like, like five, five, six, seven of them will probably take it more seriously than all the other ones. That's true. Yeah. That's about right. But like, I want it. I would. I just want to see it grow. I I, I just want to see the sport grow. So is there? Is there any events that happen out there um, that take place, like, involving the dance community? Yeah, so I host I host events, kind of. Like, I host meetups. We started a group called All Wheels Wanted, my girlfriend and I. Because, uh, like, when I was longboarding back at... I, would, I, was being, I was at the Long Center in Austin, Texas, and I would longboard dance there, like, almost every day. And, like, I was alone, for the most part, like, longboarding. But I would, other people, other people from Walk of Life would just come up there, like either biking, skateboarding, roller skating, like all that. And like, I would still talk with these people and I would see that we'd have like similar hardships and whatnot. And like, I started thinking like, why are we all like, so like separated? Like, why is there like cliques of like, like roller skaters strictly, like skateboarders strictly? Like, I, I, th- I do get it. Like, I do get that sense, but like, why can't we just have people just being safe with everybody coexisting right and my girlfriend also saw that too and so we start this group called all wheels wanted and we host meetups every week over here in austin texas where we get up and just skate ride together we have a trail nice. skate and then like a stationary skate spot and we just alternate it through each week and yeah. we've been growing we've been growing like a lot we started last november and we we had like four four people to start with nice and Sometimes we see groups, like like a meetup, get over twenty people, like. But consistently, we have like around ten people, like like always coming, and I feel like it's just nice. it's only going up, man. That that those yeah. consistent ten is good is a good sign, because you yeah. know because you know people come out barring weather, like if it is yeah like because if it's too fucking hot, well, I'm not skating in this fucking heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah hurt a lot of people for sure. Yeah. It's like New York City, man. Once the winter hit, bro, if you're not dedicated, <laughs> you see man, you see the massive fall off. Like, yo, you try to skate, bro. You wildin', son. I ain't trying to be in this weather. It's cold. Brick <laughs> outside. Cold. <laughs> yeah. See, we only see like we only see like snow and ice over here like once, like one week. One week. Oh, yeah. then y'all get Pop. that. Barely. Didn't y'all get that, um, or was it somewhere else they got that crazy ass snowstorm? Yeah, I was honest, that shit was, <laughs> she was Wow. <laughs> Yo, bro, how, how you, how your governor go to Mexico, not your governor, city didn't go to Mexico in the middle of the process. <laughs> My man said, oh shit, is a storm coming to Texas and it's snow? Yeah. Yo, how'd he get the kids? <laughs> we out. We out. Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, what was that like, son? That must have been wild. It was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, gratefully, I was on, a, on on the good end. So, like, my house didn't lose power or... Yeah, it didn't, like, lose power and it had water. But there was other places that, like, lost power and water. So, it was just, like... 
it was a it was a big struggle for them. I I, I was pretty good, but like it was bad not being able to like like work because I do Uber Eats uh, for work. Most of the time, I'll do Uber Eats and like. I couldn't do Uber Eats at that time, and I was my bank account was getting close to negative, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to, I need to, I need to make money." <laughs> yeah, how long was y'all sitting out? Uh, some people were out for probably like five, five days to a week. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But like, there's people that would like my brother. His his place went out with electricity, and so his family came over to my parents' house, and we all just like stayed together over there for like two, three days. It was a good time, though, because, like, it was yeah. family bonding time, you know? Right? You get to know each other more. Like, not really. Like, yeah, you know each other already. <laughs> it's like, damn, this yeah. motherfucker again. <laughs> now <Nah>, we stop. <laughs> it's like, now everybody's all grown and going away. It's a, mm-hmm. different, it's a different perspective. I'm getting bit the fuck up out back here, man. I don't know. Mosquitoes like my blood. These mo- Like, yo, bro. I have, like, a designated spot where I do these interviews. Right? Yeah. And that's how I like to sit in my backyard because it's, like, no fans, no nothing going, and mm-hmm. you just get the nice breeze of the wind. And but these mosquitoes, my G, these motherfuckers, uh, vicious. It's, it's not like, like an osprey, man. <laughs> bro, I sh- I forgot, but um, it's not like the it's not like the Texas red ants. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know, I was a kid and I used to go out to Houston to go visit my dad, and I sat on the red ant pile before, and I know you. I know- <laughs> You know where this goes. <laughs> you don't know until it's happening. <laughs> that first bite hits. <laughs> it reminds me of my first like childhood memory. I was my dad was washing his car, his forerunner. I was like around three years old, and I was just like playing with like this big like exercise ball. And out of nowhere, all these ants just like ran up my leg. And I just started screaming and crying, and then, like, my dad just washed me down with the hose. So, thank God he was there with the hose, but, man, I don't like ant piles. <laughs> yeah, bro, this is a Because di- that state has a whole different, like, wildlife situation going on. There. <laughs> it's like, you get, you got, you got uh, mountain lions, you got, you got snakes. I almost snakes. got bit by one of those poisonous ones. I was in the woods. Mm. I was in the woods at camp, and I was running through that shit. And one of the counselors grabbed me at the last second by my neck, like, "Come here!" <laughs> He's just like, "Look!" <laughs> I seen that motherfucker. I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> How are you with snakes? Do you like? I, no, fuck the motherfuckers. Fuck they can die. <laughs> how do you swim? First off, first off, how you swim right with no arms? Right, 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 and you just wiggle your body. Right, right. Secondly, 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 they don't chew. They don't chew, right? They swallow their food yeah, they whole. Swallow. And you can see the lump and the imprint of the fucking animal. Yeah. Third, 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 they could jump. The motherfucker. Uh, yeah, they could jump. Wait, what? Yeah, they could jump. Yeah, they could jump. They're not. They could jump, like they curl up and they go. They curl up, they spring. I can see. Yeah, that. bro, that shit is wild. I see. It's like some, one of my um. I went to go visit somebody. It's like they knew everything about snakes. They had like they had multiple pet snakes. And they was like, yo, yeah, these motherfuckers would jump too. They could jump out the cage. I was like, what do you mean they could jump out the cage? Like they literally jump and then they'll just sliver down and go out <laughs> their business. I'm like, boy, 
no <laughs> no like i'm not think because you know you don't think about this shit <laughs> yeah until you were put in a situation in front of a snake it's like yo this motherfucker actually jump at my face if he wanted to well, they don't jump that. They can't jump six feet in the air, but they can okay, jump. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like jumping far, but now I can kind of see like springing too. Like yeah, yeah, it's not really yeah, a, yeah. a jumping, but it's a jump though. It's still, a, it's you're still propelling your body forward up in the air. <laughs> I, think, I was thinking this guy's like LeBron James out here. <laughs> nah, can you imagine if snakes was able to do that shit? <laughs> Fuck out of I'm running like I'm not fuck and they grow and you know they grow like three they grow like fucking 12 they can grow 12 feet like no why would you want that shit jumping like LeBron James 12 feet tall bro <laughs> fuck is dominating everything rest in peace <laughs> everybody rest in peace everybody that encounters one <laughs> That's like worse than getting attacked but mauled by one of those wild type wild tigers wild mountain lions with the baby cubs like you be chilling, you running through the trail, you see a baby cub, you fucked. That is the like that's the thing I fear the most is like I'm going through a trail and I see a, a baby bear or a baby cub. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not with that. I'm like I'm not I'm not like, <laughs> this is just where you die. <laughs> this yeah, is all the bears they protected. <laughs> right? They have and they don't even they don't, it's not even like you wasn't even trying to fuck with the bear neither that. You wasn't even trying to touch it or nothing. It's just like, because you're there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I'm just trying to hike, man. <laughs> you existed in its spot. <laughs> this is the randomness of Molly Munchies, man. It's a pleasure having you, too, bro. But um, mm-hmm. let's talk about skate spots, man. What's some of the premier skate spots in your area? Like, where do you guys go to skate? Where do we go skate? So, for, like, flat dancing areas my favorite spot's the long center just because like it's downtown you get this wide expansive view of the austin skyline absolutely beautiful so many different people from walks of life go out there so you'll see like a lot of entertainment from like longboard dancing to roller skating to people like you know doing flow arts with fire yo so just like so many cool things happen out there and sometimes like a dj will come out there and like it's just so dope. <laughs> Why does Austin oh, sound better than anywhere else, bro? <laughs> and y'all got Joe Rogan now. He's building a comedy. Yeah, his comedy scene out here. Yeah, bro. Comedy scene's lit. The skateboard scene's lit. You got man. No, I'm jealous mm-hmm. now. <laughs> uh, trail wise, we got this place called the Bellaway, and it's like uh, I think it's like five miles long. Um, oh wow! If I'm right. Yeah, but it's like a loop, so you can just like keep keep going around. Or oh, I think it's probably two dope. miles, two miles long, probably like a loop. But it has like some gnarly hills that you can go down to. Uh, two two lanes, and it's pretty wide. So like I think that's like beautiful for just like longboarding out there. If you just like kind of want to get like a workout in, right? Um, we have this skate park that just opened up recently at Mueller. Uh, Mueller ATX, it's like a Mueller skate park, and it, they, yeah, they just came out with a pump track, dude. Like, you got a pump track, bro. Pump track. Yeah, yo, I gotta go miles for the pump track. It has luggy, dude. I gotta go like an hour and a half just to get a pump track in. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah Port Jervis is, is too far. Keep going, brother. Keep going. I'm sorry. I get hyped. Like, you hyping me up, man. I'm about to... Oh, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Um, another trail I like is Southern Walnut Creek. They like, it's just, uh, I think it's like 14 or 12 miles long. 
one way and like you can like it's cemented all the way through like you got cement pathways nice. and like you got trees like like tree canopies bridges like all the sides creeks and like i just like being out there and being like surrounded in nature and just like longboarding out there i just feel like so into the into the environment and just so free like right it's, it's peaceful Right, I agree, dude. Some like sometimes you gotta get away from the uh, hectic. Well, you have the opportunity because you're in Texas. There's so mm-hmm. much nature. There's so much nature out there. You got yeah, yeah. Like comparatively, like we don't have nature. I'm surrounded by bricks right now everywhere I go. Mm, like the yeah. closest park is not even a couple of square feet long. It's not that big. They're not like not the big. our parks aren't that that big. Like the biggest park in New York City is uh, Central, I believe. I think it's Central Park. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. But I've never been. I want to go so bad. <laughs> dude, you got to come out here for, like, Broadway Bomb events for, like, definitely do that. Um, there's this new crew that came out, um, Flow Crew. They're a dance mm-hmm. crew. They also is a longboard vibes. Um, nice. Uh, not much of a downhill scene. I'm, like, there's a few oh. of us left. There's, mm-hmm. like, a handful. The skate, The skateboard scene is fucking rad bro like if you regular if you just skateboard skateboard that shit is rad like it's definitely adventure it's adventure every day with those guys like cause I I, I got the experience of almost every fucking click like I didn't get discriminated against guests from the skateboarders so it was like oh nice yeah it was like they were homies so it was like alright motherfucker you riding with us too let's go it's only because mm-hmm. I did. It's only because I actually was a skilled downhill rider. I wasn't just cruising on my skateboard. It's like, oh, this motherfucker can skate, skate. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pass. It's like dances too. It's like, oh yeah, that's fire. All right, you get a pass. As <laughs> long as you, pass. it's like, oh, as long as you do something valid on the skateboard, like trick skaters, they'll be like, I, I guess you okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I see that too. Like over for a while, I thought. Like, I was kind of, like, afraid to go to skate parks, honestly, like, with my longboard. Just because, like, I'd never really been to skate parks, like, as a kid. And, like, I thought there was, like, that big stigma of, like, you know, skaters, like, really hating, like, longboards at the park or, like, the scooter kid and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I was just, like, so totally in my head, but I decided to bring it out one day. And, like, people were, like, giving me weird looks at first. And then I started, like, doing some tricks. And they're, like, wait, you can do that on a longboard? And, like, they were, like, really chill with me after that. I was, like, okay, like... <laughs> like, oh, he can skate. He can hang out now. <laughs> it's so cruel. <laughs> you gotta, she gotta, you gotta show up to the park. You're like, all right, can he do a kickflip? <laughs> if he can kick, if he got, uh, matter of fact, no, it's if you got Ollie your longboard, then they give you respect. They'll walk. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, all right. Uh, you got Ali a long way. There's this dude. There's this dude, Daniel Lindsay. So mm-hmm. he could. So the first time I met up with this guy, we're at Sayersville Skate Park, and this motherfucker drops into a 12 foot drop with a bangara. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like pool, not a dr- not a vert, like a pool, 12 foot pool with pool. a bangara. Yeah. Says. Okay. They just... It's like his normal thing. Yeah. They didn't drop in. Like, he... Doop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... Watching that was like... Then you got the little the skateboarder. He's, like, standing there. He's like, what? 
How you do that with a scooter? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, skate. <laughs> Go yeah, skate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say is, yeah, skate. <laughs> yeah. Because witnessing that in real life is, is some gnarly shit. Like, dropping it with anything over 40 inches. Yeah, all right. Shit, mm-hmm. 36 inches. It still fucking freaks me out. Like, yeah. I don't even drop in. I haven't even got to that point yet. I just started street. That shit is wild, bro. Are you dead? Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I needed to switch up. It was, um, I think downhill, like downhill, got boring because I learned everything, mm-hmm. well, almost everything, and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, so I can go fast. But what do you do now? It's like, what's the point? <laughs> like, do I go about, right? No, go ahead. Sorry, what about longboard dancing? Um. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen the complexity in it. I like overly mm-hmm. complicated shit. Like, mm-hmm. I love, like the physics of longboard dancing seems a little bit more simple than street sk- than skateboarding because I get to allow to use my hands more, and I'm more and I'm great with my hands. Like, I, mm-hmm. I have great like hand eye coordination, so I'm like, nah, it doesn't interest me too much. That looks like I'll succeed way too easy. Yeah, I maybe probably maybe maybe not. I don't know. I've I've never really tried it. I did a couple of cross steps. And I was like, oh, okay. I did, uh, mm-hmm. Peter, I could I can't get the Peter Pan, though. That shit is wicked. Like, oh, like so I know, it looks so cool. I'm just like, you know what? Y'all can have that. It's okay. So, yeah. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm not that coordinated. <laughs> no, that, I mean, dance is probably one of the more complicated styles. Because there's, um, this, the precision that comes into it. Arrow flips, freaking circus flips. The things that I'm seeing now that's coming out. From longboard yeah. dance, it's like, wow, like the you're spinning and there's and you guys are spinning the board so damn fast that you have to time it to the point and then jump back on with no hands. Jump on it, no hands. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, this is me. Pop, <laughs> boom, perfect. Fuck out of here, bro. This is not. This is magic. It's magic. Yeah. Like longboard dances are so is is physics. But, like, it's fucked up physics because it's physics that makes my head hurt. Because <laughs> I'm like, how much pressure you're putting into your foot to get that to go do that? And that's yeah. when it's hard. I think that's the hardest a lot, part. A lot of trial and error. That's, that's like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the hardest part. But I think overall, I would learn it fast. I think that's like mm-hmm. a downhill. I think that's another one of those um, styles is like downhill where I learned it fast. And mm-hmm. once you learn it, you start and then you start perfecting it and once you get it perfected you get bored so you need to try something new but you're not necessarily bored you're just like I can do it now and it's second nature mm-hmm. yeah cause that no time thing so we're gonna move on to some more questions I think we're about to wrap it up soon but we got another few minutes um what is your thoughts on the industry and how we can improve it cause right now they're we as black writers are, are not shown as much, but we do get shown. How do we influence that's more? Dope. Yeah. How do we influence more black people to skateboard? Like, that's a complex question. It's two black men sitting here today. <laughs> hmm. I never, I never thought about this. Honestly. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, the stigma with uh, black people skateboarding, like, it's like, it's a white man sport. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how stigma. And it's now starting to change. But how we get more people involved? 
Like, what do we... And then how do we get companies willing to support our, our fuckery? Because not all of us are the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because some of us is ghetto and shit, and I'm one of those people. Not everybody's going to fuck with that shit. <laughs> like, how do we do that? Because we, we got to bridge that gap. We do, we do. So, like, either... Uh, I don't know, like... There's, there's so many different ways, I feel like, that we could do. One that's, like, sticking in my head. It's, like, what if there was, like, some, like, like black-owned company that just kind of, like, emerges and, like, kind of, like, shakes up the whole entire, like, skate scene as in, like, like they start treating their, like, their creators right and, like, they start be, like, in, introducing themselves into, like, the communities even more, like, have more community support. And, I think that like, should happen know, with every company, though. That's something that should happen with every company. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but like if we're if we're talking like if we're trying to get like black people in, like maybe if like they were like the first ones, like to make those moves and like kind of show everybody else, maybe other people would start to like like see that and respect it even more. Like, you know where I'm coming from with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a deep philosophical skate question. This is just one of these yeah. fucking these these weird philosophical social dilemmas. That I, I mm. ask people just to fucking throw shit off. Like, I need to talk to you more. I, like <laughs> I, I need more conversations like this. Dude, hit me up anytime. <laughs> I'm available. And I, so, t- I have a fucking weird mind, man. It's also dark, so don't mind me, too. Like, no, you're good. Yeah. This is great, dude. I feel we're like-minded. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if, if like that were to happen, like a forefront of that, I feel like that would turn a lot of heads and probably gain a lot of respect. Um, we, I feel like it, it's just going to have to be something big. It, it has to be. It'd have to be but similar like, to Day One Song. Remember that day when they dropped the Day One Song? Like, uh, I forgot the name of the, the magazine, but it was like, I think it was White something. It was like no white people there in the whole team. Like they made a mm-hmm. whole, they made like an all-black team or something like that, and they pretty much labeled them as white guys, and everybody thought they were white at first. Because the way mm-hmm. they presented it, and then they started seeing the videos and the pictures, it's like these guys aren't white. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think I seen that. I gotta, f- I gotta find it because I keep talking about it. I watched it in a documentary. It was mm-hmm. a day one song in my documentary because I'm a fucking, I'm a fanboy. He's another one of the people that I really want to fucking sit and meet and skate with, even though I know I'm gonna get smoked, but I want to learn. Um, yeah, it's. He took like they talk about that whole shoot when he first got picked up and him and the Rodney him versus Rodney Mullen and all the shit, like and they talk about his, the first emergence of them. It was like an all black team. Nobody's seen this before because it was a white dominated sport. It was like there was no black people, and then these guys came along. Then you had Rod, then you had Rodney, then you had a whole bunch of other people that popped up, and it's like, oh shit, Zoo York and all the other stuff, and. Then, Mm-hmm. It's like it, it was happening, and then I don't know. I guess well, it's not happening in the longboarding. I should say, it's like I would expect that more in the longboarding community because I know in the skate community it's huge. Like there's a huge mm-hmm. like African American presence. There's a huge black presence in the community. But outside of skateboard, well, outside of that, when it comes to longboarding, we're kind of like not as diverse when you really think about it. I. I do see, like, some, like, black downhill guys. Dude, they shred. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I skate with most of them. I'm kind of like, why are they not sponsored more? Like, mm-hmm. that was been my question for the longest. Like, why a lot of these guys ain't sponsored? 
Yeah, and like even some of like the black like longboard dancers that like I've seen, mostly like I see them in Paris, but like they're like absolutely amazing at like incorporating like like hip hop dance moves onto the board. Right. Like, and so like I I just think that's like absolutely amazing how they they can do that. So like, what if there was like like groups like longboard groups like just just black groups and they just. They just make their own thing, you know, like... Create their own media make, and do their own thing. Yeah, like create their own media, kind of like Tyler, the creator. And all I, I think it's going to have to come to that. I think it's going to come to that with all skaters. <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like everybody can do it. It's, yeah. It's very easy. Like, it's not as hard as, like, I guess we might make it out to be. It's the consistency but, part that we're missing. Like, most people are not consistent. And we kind of, like, well, fall off after a while. Yeah. But I think, like, it's also, like, with the consistency part, like, it's it's not just the consistency because, like, you can take a break for a while and come back still. Like, yeah, you might, like, lose some of the drive from the algorithm type deal, but, like, you're still, like, building up your brand, you're building up your presence. Like, if you got to think bigger, like, way, way bigger, like, even, like, these actions that you're doing right now. Hold on one second. Hold that. Yeah. All right. I'm back up. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah. Okay. So you got, like, let those bigger damn I'm losing my chance oh, hold on. take it time brother take it time I, um I, well uh you was um I lost it too cause that restart <laughs> <laughs> what we was talking about we got we anybody anybody can do it anybody can create it it's about and it's about consistency we see we was on the consistency part oh consistency yeah, yeah like like don't you don't have to put so much pressure like on yourself to like be consistent like you don't have to like it doesn't always have to be a video 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 or like podcast 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 could be like like you can like write something like a blog post right or you can do a podcast or you can do a video it doesn't have to always be the same thing or take a break sometimes take that or take a break yeah Yeah, like look after yourself and like everything is still gonna work out yeah, it, it's just having it's it's a lot of consistency and there's a lot of patience and figuring out the balance between those two things. I think those yes, because once yes. once you figure it out, then you're like yeah, it smooth. It kind of gets smoother and smoother as it comes along. Mm-hmm. Like because I remember the first interview I did, it was with my friends, and then it started to do with other people, and I was like, when it started to get other people, I was like, uh, how do I not make this awkward? Like Cliff Coleman was the first other people. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it's like a random Scott Hoster call. He's like, "Yo, Matt, how you doing? You want to speak to Cliff Coleman?" I was like, "The fuck type of question is that?" And this is like my response <laughs> for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like that's a dumb question. Like, it, it was kind of a dumb question, but fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, okay, so I think you, you touched up on something good right there. Is like, I feel like we should just like encourage people to just start and not think too far into like the craft mm. like just start and then you'll learn along the way so you can start building upon because like what you do if like your podcast you started with your friends and then you built on to other people like that trans like with me and youtube like it took me a while to actually like start talking to the camera it, like it, it was really bad and like you have a great podcast, presence and you have a great presence dude I, I still get in my head sometimes, man. I still get nervous. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, you just keep doing it, and you get better and better over time. You won't be, like, perfect at the start, but, you know, you, you build up those skills. 
yeah just like you said yeah it's it's life's great man i love just working just just like you can't shit on somebody that's eager to grow you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and if you're like learning if you just if you just embrace learning i feel like life would just be rich it will always be rich yeah how do you feel i think i'm a few more questions i'm gonna let you go um how do you feel about if you had the opportunity to start an independent team instead of going for a sponsorship, like pick up your friends and be like, you know what, guys? Ah, there's no verbal, there's no verbal communication with it. That was just like, let's go. <laughs> if you got your homies, and it's like, you know what? Let's do this shit independent. Let's go. Fuck the like, you know how like rappers nowadays be like, yo, fuck the labels. We're just going to buy a board from a company and, like, shred that board. And when we get tired of that board, we're going to buy a board from another company. Shred that. God, I've been yeah. doing that. I've been doing that shit for a minute. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to shred this board. <laughs> Throw it out. <laughs> Go to another one. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that, man. Like, I would totally love that. Because, like, I'm, I feel like we've been marketing it so wrong. Like, we've been yeah. selling this thing so wrong. We've been selling it based off of competition when we should have been selling it off of lifestyle, off of vibing, mm-hmm. off of, get, like, people coming together because that's, that's what people really longboard for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I've noticed. People are really longboarding for that camaraderie, for that friendship. Like, people yeah. are out there for that. And it's, and it's such a positive thing. Like, with all this bullshit that goes on in this world, that essential part is so fucking beautiful it's beautiful mm-hmm. yeah so how would you feel about doing that shit what would you do dude like dude, i would absolutely love it i'd get a team you know a team together just like in every different like kind of like niche too within longboarding mm. like you know, like you know how longboarding has different disciplines like yeah, yeah carving like people that do like carving downhill freestyle dancing like get people that are like really good at whatever they do and then, like, I, I love making videos. Like, I just got a gimbal. I to get some lights today. And, like, like now I can finally take, like, the just recording content to the next level. I've been waiting for this moment. And so, like, I can go out there and start, like, we can, like, take some, like, sick-ass videos, man. Like, sick-ass edits. Tell stories. Like, these stories of the skaters. And, like, just, like, make some dope-ass, like, lifestyle shots. Like, build community there's so much opportunity man yeah dude i feel like we've been like i said we've been marketing this shit so wrong and it's just like ah (laughs) it's like i I guess it's because i come from a hip-hop background and that's how we sell ourselves it's like we sell ourselves based on our personality our swag or how we how we communicate with you our our dialect so if you don't know so if you don't know how to communicate you don't know how to express yourself and longboarding is a form of art and expression there also needs yeah. to be a form of communication to go there too. You have to have some ver- some verbal in that, and we don't mm-hmm. express that. Cause how yeah. how often do you, are you gonna sit down all day and just watch videos? Eventually, you're gonna hear some sound. You wanna hear somebody talk. Somebody talk, yeah. Yeah. I feel y'all You know what I'm saying? Like when I watch this, when I watch the B-roll shit, it gets me excited. Like I get more kicks out of the B-roll than mm-hmm. I do out of the actual skate footage now. Cause like I seen the tricks. But yeah, I, it's, it's, it's being more advanced, though. It's like you've been around for a while. You've seen it all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I kind of got, like, tired of seeing the, the same stuff on Instagram. And, like I, like, I didn't think it was inspiring me to, like, learn, like, different new, like, just different tricks, you know? Like, I felt like it kept me looking at the same thing 
that I couldn't just try to like try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely different that you don't see. This instant so click I, I society. Like it's an instant click society. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's part. I guess it's part of the deal. Like, uh, like we were discussing earlier, how we feel about social media is like, uh, we gotta use it, but this thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like no, like nobody likes each other. <laughs> and the ones that do, you're not even sure. They might like. Yeah, you. they might. Like, I feel like jealousy happens a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. On social media. That's, yeah. that's just not good. Yeah. But fuck all that. What would you like to see in the future of skateboarding? Well, longboarding, I should say. I put them together. One thing that has been, like, like my dream, and if, like, no one's going to build it here, I'm going I'm to do it. I want to build a So You Think You Can Longboard Dance over here. Do it. Like, have, like, have that here because... I can't get out to the Netherlands. Like that. <laughs> I'm saving you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I need a top hat. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get something like that out uh, over here in the United States. Yes, yes, yes. Do it. Do it. and have it in Austin. Do it. I think you could do it. Yes. Um, especially with like today with the current climate right now, I feel like uh, legislators are willing to open up the doors to to new events, especially with the Olympics opening skateboarding up. Like they want, mm. they'll they'll be more receptive to hosting permits for skateboarding. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. I've been look I've been looking at that perspective because right now we currently have a mayor. I have a um, I have a post Broadway bomb event that takes care that happens after Broadway bomb, and it's called Style mm. Sessions. Shameless fucking promotion, but I have a style sessions event and I just got everything all together. It's, we have a so originally it was an Uncle Funky's event and he just had downhill and it used to take place at um, Dark Tower, so place on One Fifty Fifth and Broadway. Now, so now with me taking over, I moved it to Watchtower, which is on Twenty Five Columbus Heights. I gave away my spot. I'm so sad. Oh well. Skate there. Skate at your own risk. Skate safe, please. Don't kill themselves. I love that spot. Um. Stop at the fucking stop sign, goddammit. <laughs> so, like, this, I'm adding a long board, I'm adding a dance card to it, too. Since the, nice. since it's such a huge commercial, uh, say commercial, it's since it's a huge community now of dancers, and they're really good. Like, everybody gets really good and fast now. And I like that, because it's, it's that, that togetherness. And, at some point in time, I want to go out and reach out to the permits, but this is more of a test run just to see how we can, how we're going to do this and where we're going to do it completely outlaw. And next year, I'll go talk to the Mayor Adams and be like, look, motherfucker, I want a permit. <laughs> I want the city to pay for it. <laughs> I got petitions. Somebody told me you need about 100 petitions to get a, per- to get a uh, permit and the city to actually listen. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then you go to the town hall meetings, and then you sit there and and talk. There's a uh, one of my episodes. Um, Heidi Lemon, she talks about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she talks about because we go into the Olympic situation, which is all dark and dreary with the USA skateboarding. That's just sad. Um, mm-hmm. But like, she talks about how we got to go to our legislators. We got to talk to them, like to get these event permits. Because a lot of times we can get them free. But we just kind of 
don't know the laws and how they go about things because we don't research. So I totally believe you can do that shit. And I say make it happen because Austin needs that because y'all used to have the um, Noble way back until Greg Noble lost his shit. Mm. And I'm right, not too familiar with that story. Um, I'm not too versed on it. I've heard bits and pieces from different people. But mm-hmm. Red Bull stopped doing it, and I guess it just wasn't profitable or some shit, and, and there was controversy behind it. So I don't, I don't know. There's always some, con- there's always some controversy involved when you don't have the right people involved. Yeah, that that's how I see it, and it's and it's like it's hard to prevent that. It's, it's absolutely hard to prevent, like, to know who's good and who's bad for the community. Mm-hmm. But let's not end it on a down note. Tell people what you have going on, and your ex expectations of everyone. You like just your ideas, man. Flow. <laughs> okay. So right now, I've been kind of like laying low on Instagram after leaving land yachts, <clears throat> but I've been trying to figure out like what am I going to do moving forward. And I think I'm going to be starting to focus a lot more on Instagram or not Instagram, YouTube. I'm focusing back more on YouTube so I can like. You know, focus on telling more stories and, like, inspiring, like, other people to skate. And, like, I also want to, like, showcase other just talented people around Austin. So I'll be, like, kind of focusing out around there. But I'll also be, like, longboarding and trying, like, trying. I'll just be doing a lot of longboarding out there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait for that. I just got in contact with Jeff from Pantheon, and he sent me a Pantheon board. Oh, he's trying to he's working you. on. He's trying to woo you. What? He's trying to woo you. He's trying to woo me? He's trying to woo you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he sent me a, a board for feedback. And so yeah, I, I gave him some feedback on that. And I thought that was really cool. This podcast opportunity with you came up. I thought that was amazing. Thank you for having Dude, me Dude, <laughs> thank you for coming on, man. I seen that video and I was like, fuck, I got to have this, dude. Curtis, Curtis is like, yo, dude, you got to watch this. I was like, what? He's like, send me a video. He sent me a video. I was like, Tristan Repress. It's like, what? He's talking my language. What are you <laughs> saying, sir? How do I get in contact? I left a message on your YouTube at the bottom of it with my gamer yeah. fucking thing. I'm not telling that shit out. That's my personal zen. I just post bad game clips, like just long ass video game things. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a nerd, and I don't want nobody to know I'm a nerd. It's none of their business. business, bro. I don't need nobody to know I'm watching physics videos low key. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about Dexter's laboratory shit. I'm the dude from Lodge. (laughs) I want to do that for a skate video, bro. I want to fucking put on the lab coat, the glasses. And oh, like it, all that know, shit. Like I don't have a I need some I need a filmographer. I need people that's willing to fucking and that's the thing with like the community is like I need people that's willing to like to go for it, man. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Um tell people where they can find you and uh tell them about Old Will's Welcome, man. Don't forget to add that. Give yourself some shameless promotions, bro. <laughs> bet, bet. Yeah. So you can find me uh, on Instagram. It's uh it's simply Tristan. Uh YouTube is just gonna be Tristan Respress. And then All Wheels Wanted is going to be, like, our community over here in Austin, Texas, where we do meetups every week. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at All Wheels Wanted. 
And then I, I want to leave everybody off of this this message of like longboarders, just go out, go skate, have fun, spread good vibes. Don't don't put anybody else down. Like we're all out here trying to connect with one another, and we're all probably going through different like hardships and problems. And like just extending like a friendly hey or just a smile to another person can really go a long way. Because like a lot of us, I, I've noticed with skaters and even roller skaters, like we we're all up in our heads. And it just it just stops us from enjoying the present moment. So, like you got this this moment right now, make the best of it because you never know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I have to just add one more thing, dude. It's like I tell my like I teach people, especially like when I tell them, well, I teach adults. The first thing I tell them is get the fuck out your head. Like yeah, like you yeah. you're way too much in your head. You're thinking about falling too much. Like forget about mm-hmm. it. Like it's gonna happen. Accept it. Like yeah, that, yeah, if it hurts, if it hurts too much for you, quit. If you love it, you're a masochist. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like how you're telling that. That's good. Thank you, dude. Thank you, um, dude. Once again, thank you, bro, for coming on, and taking the time out, man. I really appreciate this. I love talking to you, dude. Like, hit me up anytime. Dude. I'll be hitting you up. Like just randomly bullshitting, telling jokes. I'm a yeah. fucking, I'm a fucking fool, bro. I'm sorry if I say some shit that's off the wall. You be like, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably have some spice into my life. I appreciate dude, it, dude. I have no mat. Like the crazy part is, it's like no malice, no hate. It's tell jokes all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the vibes, bro. No malice, no hate. Tell jokes all day. Fucking I like that. yeah. But dude, again. Thank you. I, I really appreciate this. Like, I appreciate dope. you too, man. Yeah, dude. Again, this is, I'm bowing out, man. I'm bowing <laughs> out. <laughs> Peace, y'all. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Take care. We out. <laughs>